Hello and welcome to the perhaps the last episode of doing business as a Christian and I hope that you have been blessed so far by the previous the two previous episodes. In the first episode we talked about value, we talked about offering value and then in that process um showing forth Christ, letting people see Christ by the value that you give and then in the second episode we talked about integrity we talked about discipline we talked about excellence and also talk about when your friends are not patronizing you so please if you have not listened to the last two episodes please go back listen to them i'm sure you'll be blessed today we just want to round up and there are a lot of things that we said we cannot really exhaust this topic so just the little that I'm going to say and I'm going to trust God to expound them in in your heart and then um, give you the understanding that you need to go forth from here. Okay, so the first one I want to talk about is customers. Alright, customers. I'll just talk about them briefly so that we don't take too much time on the podcast. So, um, in business, there's something called target um, target customers. So, you, it simply means that you have a specific customer you sell your products to. You you can't have everybody as your customer. Everybody cannot be your customer, and it's not false. This is true because everybody not everybody needs what you're selling. Not everybody will buy, even if you are selling food. It's not everybody that will buy food. Yes, I know everybody eats. But who are the people that you can target? You don't target the... um. You can't be selling household food like oil, palm oil, salt, um, all of those things. And you're targeting a small child. Definitely, that's not your customer. Though the small child eats what you're selling. But that's not the person that will buy it. That's not the person that will give you the money. Definitely, it's it's going to be the mother or the husband. All right, but most likely the woman of the house who is in charge of that. So, same thing goes to different kind of businesses. If you are a lawyer, there are specific people you are targeting. What kind of lawyer are you? There are specific people, people that you know, they need what you're selling. All right, so I'm not really going so much into that aspect of the target customers. I'm going into the aspects where you are spiritually calling forth to your customers. So you have an ideal customers. Apart from the, you might have listed them business-wise. You want this person, your customer is within this age range. They earn this amount of salary. They are this and that. Spiritually, how are you calling them forth? The truth is... <clears throat> They say that the spiritual controls the physical, but most times we are so engrossed in doing the physical, in learning so much of the physical that we neglect the spiritual, forgetting that that is what will control what we are actually learning. And so, um, by faith, we see the hands of God. By faith, we, uh, the Bible says that faith is the evidence of things hoped for the um, I hope I'm getting, I hope I'm not saying it wrongly. The 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 substance Hebrews Hebrews eleven, please Hebrews eleven one, the evi- the the 
substance of things hoped for or the evidence of things not seen like that and majorly it's just something that you believe that it has arrived even though you have not physically held it you have not seen it you have not touched it but you believe by faith i believe in christ is by faith we have not seen jesus at any time except in a vision or if he revealed himself to us but even before we believed we might have not seen him at any point but we believe he is and we believe that he is our our savior all right so the same thing happens are you as a christian doing business your your business is not outside of christ is inside of christ so everything that's that comprises of your christian life includes your business and so if you would fast for something then you can fast for your business if you pray for something then you can pray for your business if you would make sacrifices for things then you can sacrifice for your business so do not say my business is outside of my christianity it is part of it christianity is your life and your business is your part of your life so do not separate them so know how to call forth customers what kind of customers do you want is it customers that would not owe you is it customers that when you call a certain price they give you that price they do not negotiate they do not beat down your price they give you they they accept your value do you they appreciate what you give to them is that the kind of customers you want what caliber of people do you want to do business with is it the king's wives is it the president's wife is it people who are in command can you just call them first by faith you can sit in your room or even in your workspace and look at yourself i, I was in a meeting some time ago and we're nhn couture um he's a she's a fabric vendor and she's very popular nhn couture mrs nkechi um i think ari mrs nkechi ari and she said she was she was a speaker in that meeting i was there and she said she even right when she was even in the boys quarter her husband's house just the boys quarter was where her store was she called forth people that would patronize her she called for governor's wives she called for president's wife and trust me our customers in reality are governor's wives if your mind can conceive it then it can be bet you can bet what your mind can conceive all you need to do is to create that vision in your mind and believe strongly in it it will happen don't wait until um saying oh i'm just in this small place nobody will patronize me whatever you say it's what is what becomes your reality whatever you say is what becomes your reality so if you go ahead to keep saying your work is not good enough who would patronize you who would do this who would do that then it's going to be so but when you say that i am good enough my work is valuable yes not forgetting the fact that hard work and excellence is important all right we've talked about that in the second episode but you speak for those things and you call for your kind of customers you call for customers who will not make you angry you call for customers who will not price you down you call for customers who would who will refer you to people who would change your the, the face of your business for good all of those things very important very important let's not neglect that fact okay and then another thing i want to talk about is in your business um god gave you that idea i'm focusing more on business now 
um yes some of what i'll be saying is applicable to those who are working in an industry for someone who do not entirely own their business but today i'll be talking majorly on people who are running a business so um we there's something called shareholders in business and then i would want to ask who is the largest shareholder in your business who 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 gives the orders who makes the rules who gives the ideas who who talks who is in charge of how the money is being splitted where the money goes to yes you might be the creative head you might be the ceo but god gave you that idea and he is the automatic creator the automatic owner of that business he has only put you in charge just like he has given you his life to live it out and made you the manager but doesn't make it your life you are just the manager because you are the one living it out the same way he has given you that idea for that business so it means that every time you run out of ideas on how to operate the business you can run to him only if you have acknowledged that he is the owner of that business in the first place when you are short of funds you can run to him when customers are not coming you can run to him but at the same time god is not just called to be god when you have problems is also god and to be god when you are in prosperity when your business prospers there's something i call spiritual sacrifice in business and that's what we know as paying our tithes paying offering um giving alms i like to call it sometimes uh money rituals yeah it might not come like you now see plenty money but if you give out money if you give out things if you pay your tithe frequently you can never lack and your business will not suffer it's a sacrifice it's like returning the money back to where it came from it's like going back to the source you can never run dry Many of us lack that, we forget that, and then when we do business and we get money, we'll be like, okay, it's my hard work. I didn't sleep for days. It's my hard work. But um, <laughs> if God does not watch over a city, the watchmen only watch in vain. That's what the Bible says. And if God does not build a house, the laborers only labor in vain. Still the word of God. And so if God does not put grace into your hard work, you would only labor in vain. So at every time, let's always remember to go back to God. Let's always remember to go back to God. With our money, with our substance. Let's not just go back, let's not just always go back with mouth and say, Lord, I thank you. What are you giving back to God? Yes, you might, you might say God does not want, what can I offer to God that will be enough? Offer something. He would see what he's getting back is not what you are giving him, but the art of sacrifice that you are bringing back. The art of God, you have given it to me in the little that I have. I return it back to you. That's what God is looking for. Your heart. And he asks to give. If he tells you, 
the all the profits you gain today i want you to put it into this i want you to give it to this person would you easily give it to him would you not grudgingly say well it's my money at every point in time treat that business as god's business treat that money as god's money and you will see the increase because whatever you put in the hands of god can never suffer it can never suffer okay so um another thing i'd like to talk about is empathy and okay before i talk about empathy i made mention earlier about customers calling forth the kind of customers you want to have i want you to also take note of this that as much as you call for the kind of customers you want to have you say you don't want customers that will owe you you want customers that will pay you good money you want customers that will respect your services all of those things i must also remind you that you must be who you want to attract when you are like who you want to attract it's easy for like minds to come to you and so if i'm saying i i comfort a customer that will not price me down if i go to the market how do i price people down do i really price them down that they look at me and all they just want to do is cry because of the way i'm pricing them down or is someone making a dress for me and i see the label and yet when i see the dress i am just bad mouthing the dress and saying all sort of things all sort of bad things that that would not even make the person who has spent sleepless nights making my dress happy. How do I? What kind of customer am I? Because the reality of the matter is, you are also a customer to someone. You buy things daily, so that seller, how can they? What kind of customer can they categorize you as? How can they describe you? It's easy for us to say different things about others, but we neglect the fact that we are also who we want to be. The way I'm saying I want this kind of customer, that's the same way the seller that is selling to me is asking for a certain customer. Can I be that customer that I want to attract? You have to be. You have to be. Don't call for things that you are not. Don't call for things that you are not. It's, it's just like an example of a man who wants to get married to a virtuous woman, who wants to get married to a woman who is responsible, who is a homekeeper, who will support the family, but is otherwise. He's, he's, he's not responsible, he's not, he's, not, he's not good, he's not a Christian. If you have that kind of woman, she when she sees you, you are not a kind of man. So it won't work. She won't be able to come to you. It's the same way with customers. Be the kind of customer that you want. Alright? So, lastly, I want to talk about empathy. And this goes majorly to some of us who already have people working with us. We have employees. And then I look around every day and I see human beings walking all around the earth. And then... Those human beings are not entirely how you see them to be. What you see is just a package. A package. But there's a soul inside of every human. That soul is what makes them a living being. 
And so as much as you might see someone smile, as much as you, you might see someone frown, as much as you might see someone come to work every day, be conscious of the people around you, the people that work with you. Don't just use them because you pay them. Care for them. Think about how they are living. Think about how they are surviving. See them as a soul, not just as a container that you see every day in a figure that is decorated with makeup or, or clothes. See them as a soul. The same way you know that people cannot really see through you when they see you, but you know by yourself that you are a soul and your main being is inside of your soul, not what people see. When you have the understanding of yourself, then you can throw that understanding with others and realize that in all of that soul, things go on in that soul. And when you're about to scream at them, remember that there is a soul in that being. And then there's this conscious effort you need to, to be considerate, to endure, even in their weaknesses, with love and empathy. Look at them and see them as your co-workers. Look at them and see them as the soul of your business. Yes, because without them, you might not be able to meet the co- the demands of your customers. Even if you don't have employees, um, online business going on these days, you have delivery companies, dispatch riders working with you. I, I always call them my business partners, even if we don't have a legal agreement binding us together. But literally, I cannot go about the deliveries myself. They help me with that. So they are my partners. They are my partners. I might pay them for their job, but then I still need to be compassionate with them. Because they are helping me as much as they need my money. I need their services. Alright, so in all of this, I hope that you have gained something. And in all of this, I hope that you can show forth Christ in your business. You can show forth his glory. Your employees can testify that you are a true child of God. They can see that by the way that you are treating them. By the way that you respond to them. I pray that the Lord will help us and he will grant us more understanding in the name of Jesus.